Welcome to Reyes on Astrology, and I'm your host, Raya Marshall, where I use the lens of traditional astrology and translate it for those living in modern times. Hi everyone, it's Raya with Reyes on Astrology. Um, This week, we will be going over the astrology for March 15th until March 21st, 2022. Um, I actually recorded this uh, episode last week, and I had a Mercury and Pisces moment where I kind of lost my train of thought and drifted off halfway through the recording. So I decided to not upload that one. Um, And then life just caught up with me and I ran out of time. So I am recording it last minute on, um, when am I recording it? Mercury and Pisces, March 15th. I'm recording it March 15th, the the day it's released. So a couple of things before I get into it. We have the full moon in Virgo this week on March 18th. Um, The email subscription will be sent out on the 17th. This email subscription, I go over the um, new moons and the full moons. I go over kind of the astrology that's happening around it. I give you some journaling prompts or some meditation you can focus on throughout it. This week, I'm doing something a little bit different where I am adding in whole sign, rising sign, horoscope, or yeah, horoscopes, I guess, where you, um, I list the themes or the topics of the house that the lunation is happening in, in order to kind of get your mind a little bit more activated on um, how this lunation can play out. Um, The link is in my bio for sign up. If you go to my website, um, the link is also in the show notes. Um, This subscription is by donation, so it's pay when you can and what you can. Every little bit helps me and directly supports my work and my family. Um, So I really appreciate everyone that signed up so far and has been donating. Um, I am truly, truly grateful for um, all of it, and it makes me so happy when I see new people signing up. Once again, this podcast My astrology is something I do because I feel passionate um, bringing traditional astrology methods to everyone in a way that is easy and relatable. Um, The best way to support my work is to like, subscribe, and share this podcast so that word gets out. Um, If you really are aligned with my methods and my um, in or my my view on astrology, you can certainly subscribe, or excuse me, you can certainly schedule a reading with me. If you go to rayasunastrology.com, that is where you will find scheduling. Um, I also wanted to, to mention that when I speak about a transit happening on a certain day, or, you know, this transit is happening on March 17th, um, I mean that that transit is exact that day, So the energy is most potent on that day. It doesn't mean that the energy of that transit is only present on that day. It means that the energy is building up to that day and then begins to fade out after that day. So these weekly horoscopes are meant to be read and understood as a blending of 
all of the transits together kind of like a soup where you have different ingredients where this transit is the beans and this transit is the celery and this transit is the broth. So it's, it's meant to be read as a whole where you're taking the concepts of the transits and kind of meshing them together. Um, you know, transits are like waves and they're constantly moving, but they do reach a peak or a pinnacle moment um, where the energy is most intense. So I just wanted to mention that before um, I get into this week, just just to clarify, I don't know. I feel like I feel like not a lot of astrologers state that to people that aren't um, studying astrology that kind of follow it. So um, just just aside from that. Anyways, let's get into this week. On March 16th, we have the moon moves into Virgo. So this is the building up um, portion to the full moon. The moon has to go through an opposition with Mercury, Jupiter, and Neptune before it becomes full. So this next day or two, um, there may be some tension or challenges between your emotional body and your mind, your optimism, or some sort of collective narrative. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Just remember that there is tension in the sky with the moon. Um, starting around March 16th. On March 17th, we have Mercury in Pisces, Sextile, Uranus, and Taurus. So this is a very quick transit just because Mercury is moving fast. It's only being exact one day, um, but remember you will most likely feel this all week. So this can be read as a different perspective on the world around you, um, possibly some surprising news or some unexpected turn of events happen in a way that's somewhat supportive, so it's not necessarily challenging to you. Um, it's also this like extremely high intuition, almost like the sixth sense. So pay attention to your dreams. Um, pay attention to kind of those omens or those messages you get or those, those moments in the body where um, you have those tingly moments or something just kind of comes to your mind in a way that you can't really describe um, in a, like a scientific or in a, like a practical way or not necessarily practical, but in a, um, in like a logical way. Um, the best way to describe this transit is like lucid dreaming or astral projection. Um, I think that, that those two things are like a perfect description of this transit. I really like this transit, even though Mercury is not in the best sign for him. Remember, Mercury is in fall and detriment when he is in Pisces, so he's not necessarily comfortable and able to like do Mercury things really good. Um, but it's still a really, really great transit. So I think that this is a great time to talk about really innovative and out-of-the-box things that are related to the unexplainable, the mysticism of life, the, um, the unpredictable, or like the things that just not, you can't describe with a scientific mind. This transit makes me think of the relationship I have with one of my friends where we share TikToks about mysticism quote-unquote conspiracy theories, alternative living lifestyles, and other like sort of mind-expanding things where um, it just makes you think and it makes you ponder about what you've really learned and what it is to experience life. Um, 
I think it's a great transit. I think when Mercury and Uranus meet up, it's always a really exciting time. And even though Mercury isn't in the best place, I just, I, I don't know, I really like this transit. <clears throat> um, March 18th, we have the full moon in Virgo, which will be exact at 3.17 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so adjust for your time zone. Um, so during this full moon, it is important to remember that when a planet is in another sign besides its home sign, which is called domicile or exaltation sign, which is um, not the planet's home sign, but it's a sign that it's very comfortable in. Um, so when it's not in those two places, it looks to its ruling planet as to how to act. So right now we have the ruling planet of Virgo, which is Mercury in the sign of Pisces, where it is not comfortable. So the moon is looking to a its home planet where it isn't comfortable. So this might not be the most fruitful or um, comfortable. I know I keep saying that. So it might not be the most fruitful or comfortable full moon, but remember this is just a phase and um, the feelings aren't permanent. Life comes and goes. So I must admit, I see this lunation as one of the less noteworthy ones of 2022, um, but that's just in my opinion. So um, take it or leave it if you want. Sorry, I had to take a drink. So <clears throat> getting into the full moon. So our anxiety around daily changing circumstances might be heightened at this time. Like the hope for the brighter days could be overshadowed with this like pessimist and rational mindset. <clears throat> and it just seems like they're is this theme of endless suffering in the world where you're aware of that, that like endless suffering and that misfortune and you're kind of incredibly pessimistic about it, like nothing's ever going to change. Um, so your body and mind might be incredibly sensitive at this time, falling ill from consuming unhealthy foods or information where you really need to take care of your physical body to nurture the emotional body or nurture your inter internal body at this time. Um, so <clears throat> it's going to be really important to have a have a understanding how to nurture your physical body, which is connected to your emotional body. Um, so it will be a great time for this lunation to connect with others and share your experiences, um, kind of release any sort of built up um, feelings that are coming in or happening. Um, it's also really important to have a sense of discernment when it comes to your emotions and other people's emotions being forced on you. Because a lot of the times we don't understand that our reactions to things are just based on other people and we need to um, not let others influence us so much and have a level of knowing when it's really what we're feeling or if it's really what others are feeling. Um, 
it's also going to be, like I mentioned, very important to nurture the body and mind with the purest of intentions by not falling into everyday temptations, whether it be the temptation to um, overconsume foods, uh, eat unhealthy, um, you know, check out through TV or internet or drugs and alcohol. Um, it's having that pure mindset and having the, the pure intentions. Virgo is all about purity and, um, and discernment when it comes to knowing what is right and wrong or knowing what needs to be done. So it's a pretty powerful full moon um, in that way where you're able to have pure intentions about um, everyday temptations. So the Virgo full moon is trying Pluto and Capricorn very closely, about one degree. <clears throat> and Pluto has just been playing like a huge role in the astrology for 2022 so far. I mean, it's been playing a huge role in general. Um, for the past couple of years, I mean, Pluto's just been wrecking, wrecking so many planets, I feel like. Um, so Pluto and Capricorn is offering us the benefit of seeing the deep hidden mysteries of life in a mature and practical way. Um, and we're able to use that to the best of our ability. Uh, I see it as a wonderful time to do shadow work around ancestors and inherited anxieties. I see it on a much more collective level where it's not necessarily personal um, anxieties. It's like this collective anxiety that we're all holding on to as a um, group, as a country, as a, as a species. Um, it's a really deep, um, with, the, with Pluto involved, it gets, it gets very deep and it gets very um, hidden and it gets very, um, it gets very collective. It gets on a collective level. So this is an opportunity to deal with suppressed feelings on a personal and collective level. Um, some people might be feeling it more personally, others might be feeling it more collectively. So it's not, it's not just cut or dry um, on, you know, what sort of anxieties or fears or traumas you're dealing with. Um, Pluto makes what is hidden seen and with the moon connecting to him, um, ancestors, that which brings, that, excuse me, that which happens in the privacy of our homes um, or internal struggles and suppressed feelings are all being brought up from the depths. So it's, it's all surfacing and telling us that we need to deal with them, telling us that we need to organize them or analyze them in a way that is um, going to benefit us in the future and prepare us for something. I am calling this lunation, um, emotionally preparing for a new reality because on the <clears throat> new moon in Pisces, we're setting the we're setting the um, intentions to create a new reality. So now we're we're releasing our fears and our anxieties and our traumas in order to emotionally prepare for that new reality we're trying to create. Um, so that is what I have for the full moon in Virgo. 
I wasn't super inspired by it, but at the same time, it's, it's, you know, everyone's going to feel a little bit different. So you might be feel, feel a little bit more inspired by it. Um, so March 19th, we have Venus and Aquarius square Uranus and Taurus. So this is a kind of fun transit, even though it's not necessarily comfortable. <clears throat> so I see it as unappealing sense of style or aesthetic, clashing colors and patterns. It's like wearing polka dots with plaid. Um, a great example of this is I got my daughter some new clothes. I got her a pair of pants, sweatpants, and a um, long sleeve shirt because she like only wears sweatpants. Um, and these sweatpants are white. So it's all white and they have these big red and green roses all over them. And then the shirt I got her is a white shirt with these stars all over them in varying sizes and the stars are all blue. And she, I got those two for her and she wore them the next day um, as an outfit. And it was just, I mean, it, it looked uniform because they were both all white but at the same time they were clashing because they had different patterns all, all over them varying in colors so that's a perfect example of venus square uranus is polka dots and plaid something like that where it kind of looks okay if like there's some sort of similar um color pattern but at the same time the pattern itself is clashing um this could also be your body could feel a little bit more sensitive or uncomfortable at this time. Um, overstimulation, probably something like that. Um, it could also be like this restless urge in relationships. That's a very generic um, example of it where you could want to break up with someone because you're feeling restless or in this need for change, or you could have some, um, major breakthroughs in a relationship where you've been struggling and all of a sudden something breaks or cracks or changes and um, all of a sudden things kind of start moving in a more smooth area after this conflict. Um, but that's a generic description of it. I like to get a little bit more personal with it just because I know that not everyone has, um, not everyone's in a relationship with someone or not everyone is going through same relationship as experiences at once. Um, <clears throat> so like I said, your body could feel more sensitive or uncomfortable at this time. Um, it also, as I can, can't talk. Um, this also can be the desire to progress into the future. Um, could be upsetting or a disturbance to that which brings us comfort or that which is steady, where you're, this urge for change is challenging this um, urge for being steady or set, or this urge for comfort or luxury, um, where you're really willing to um, drastically change a lifestyle in order to um, get to some sort of future mind or future goal. <clears throat> In general terms, I read this as a stock market crash or a changing of community guidelines. I am not saying that those things are going to necessarily happen. I'm just saying that when I see this transit, that's what it feels like to me in a metaphorical sense as a stock market crash or community guidelines changing or um, 
the disturbance of the financial system or the disturbance of social connection. Um, speaking personally on this transit, um, at the rate we're going in the world, it is not practical, practical and sustainable to be living like we do. Most families are struggling to pay for everyday essentials um, in America, I know, as food, heat, and shelter. And we are at this tipping point where most of the world is on a brink of financial ruin um, with the slightest turn of events, an appliance breaking, a medical bill, losing one day's pay because of family emergency. So that's what I'm seeing with this. It's like this... Um, this like sudden disturbance of what is steady. So next we have on March 20th, we have the sun moves into Aries, which is the spring equinox um, and happy solar return to all my Aries babies. Let me just take a sip of my kombucha, hold on. So, when the sun moves into the sign of Aries, this is where the sun is exalted, <clears throat> which means the sun is a place of elevation. It's able to do sun things easier, like individuation, ambition, the plot line of your life might really start to pick up at this point. Things start progressing, things start moving. Um, you may feel like a much more internal fire as well too. <clears throat> So in a more technical description of this, when the sun moves into cardinal fire, excuse me, <laughs> I am like having such a hard time with this Mercury and Pisces. My brain has been <laughs> crazy and not thinking correctly and speaking correctly. <clears throat> so where was I? Uh, when the sun moves into a cardinal fire sign of Aries, this is when it begins, this is when the sun begins, begins its descent upwards towards the Tropic of Cancer, which is the highest point on the ecliptic. Um, the ecliptic is the plane that the planets travel on. <clears throat> so the sun is descending upwards in the heavens it's producing more warmth, producing more light. It's moving up rather than down. Um, so the sun starts overcoming the dark and the days become longer and brighter. Um, so think of that on a metaphorical sense when we're thinking about the sun moving into Aries, the light starts to dominate, the warmth starts taking over the cold. Um, we start moving up. Um, towards a higher point. So this sun ingressing into Aries, there's more movement, there's more action, there's more drive, there's more determination. Things are going to majorly pick up in the coming months with momentum, um, especially since we don't have any planets retrograde right now. Um, and then the sun moving into Aries, things are going to start moving fast. Um, you might feel like everything is moving fast around you um, and it's hard for your mind to keep up because remember we still have Mercury in Pisces where it isn't the most 
receptive or fast place for the mind. So just be aware you might get overwhelmed where you can't keep up with the changing circumstances. You can't keep up with the plot line um, where things are just happening so fast and there's so much information and you can't process it all um, because the mind is still in Pisces, but the soul is in Aries right now. So later on the 20th as well too, we have Mercury and Jupiter conjunct in Pisces. Um, Mercury's, Mercury is physically moving fast right now. Um, so this transit might get lost in the other noise going on. But metaphorically, Mercury is moving slow because it's in Pisces. <clears throat> so I see this as big visions, um, could be exaggerated stories, big news, big purchases, larger than life ideas, um, or just this broader sense of connection to some sort of collective, um, some sort of collective movement, something like that. Um, but when Mercury and Jupiter join up on this day, it's not the most comfortable thing. I keep saying comfortable because that's the best way to describe Mercury and Pisces. It's uncomfortable. Mercury, Mercury signs, so the signs that Mercury rules, um, Virgo and Gemini, are opposite the signs that Jupiter rules, which are um, Sagittarius and Pisces. So these two planets, Mercury and, and Jupiter, don't always see eye to eye. They have conflicting points of view. So Mercury is the trickster and Jupiter is law and order of the sky. So your mind might need to go against the collective laws um, or you might feel like you're drowning in some sort of collective narrative or sorrow where you can't you can't get away from it and it seems to be everywhere you're turning. Um, so just be aware of that. But luckily, Mercury, all of the transits Mercury's making in Pisces are very fast because he is moving so fast in the sky. So it's we're feeling them and then they're they're just brief moments in time where we're not um, dwelling on them or um, their reoccurring themes. So, but that's what I have for the week of March 15th to March 21st. Um, it's a relatively light week. I mean, we have some stuff going on. Towards the end of the week, it really picks up because we have the sun changing signs. So there's a changing of energy. Um, but like I said, it could be a I think the theme for this week could be uncomfortable. We have some things that are, ha we have some transits that are happening that are not necessarily, um, not necessarily comfortable or cozy. We have, you know, we have the, um, we have the, uh, excuse me, we have one of them, which is um, Venus, Venus square Uranus, which isn't comfortable or pleasant or appealing. Um, and then we have, we have Mercury making a couple of transits to other planets as well. And Mercury is not in the place of comfort right now. We also have the moon having to oppose all of the planets in Pisces before it becomes full. So, um, you know, you could feel discomfort this week. You could feel frustration or anxiety or this sense of needing to, um, needing to kind of 
detach from reality in order to um, in order to if get emotionally prepared for this reality you're trying to create. So just remember that, but also remember too that you need to detach in healthy ways. So that is what I have for this week. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful week and a wonderful full moon. And once again, happy, um, happy Aries season at the end of the week on the 20th. Thanks. Bye guys.